Yo, yo, episode 33 of an orange and blue thing. I'm Brian Ernie. That is Darren Meenan. What up? What is going on? <laughs> August 10th. We got a weird day going on here today. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jay Bruce is no longer a Met. Uh, the Mets still play tonight, believe it or not, in Philadelphia. Oh, I where thought the season was over the I, way Mets fans reacted this morning. It might as well be. And uh, and Dom Smith is on his way to the show. So we got a lot of things. Plus, Matt Harvey's on the road to rehab. So we'll talk about it all. We'll get to it. But first, <laughs> what's up? Nothing. Cheers, dude. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, Seriously, I thought the season was over after this morning. I mean, look. <sighs> God. Where to even start with let's, this? Let's not get to that yet. Uh, yeah, we okay. got some Bruce stuff to talk about. Obviously, he's no longer on the team. It was announced last night around 10-ish that Jay Bruce was traded to the Cleveland Indians. And it's funny because just before, like 16 minutes before that happened, I wrote on the Orange and Blue Thing Twitter, so what do we talk about tomorrow? There's like nothing going on. The well, Mets won like two games in the past week and a half. Yeah. And, um, you we, know, we, we talked about it yesterday. We were like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't know. We'll just uh, sit there and drink and stare at the camera. It's basically, that's, that's, <laughs> that was the plan. This, there was going to be a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Short hair, don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to uh, the Shaved Head Club. Yeah, I like it. I was, we were saying before, we do like a little pre-show on Instagram. If we combine heads of hair, we'd have a perfect head of hair. Yeah, Because you're, you're thinning in the back, I'm thinning in the front. Yeah. And um, the, the hair finally got long enough to donate. It was just over eight inches. That's what Pantene's uh, minimum requirements are. Cool. Donated it. A lot of people like to say, like, I was only growing my hair because the Mets players have long hair. But if they know me longer than what the Sev line's about, I've had long hair, like, my whole life. Um, obviously, it's going to a good cause. Who makes people like this? What makes what? what makes people this cynical? Oh, I have no idea. The world. I guess. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, anyway. And then Maggio cut his hair, like, yesterday. He's been going for, like, four years. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. His was long. Where are they in the, uh, in the, in the process of baby? I mean, they're like she's got a, no. Mary's, Mary's they 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 have a child. They had the yeah, baby. Had the baby. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't no, know. No, they what just she keep stuff do. off social media. But yeah, congrats I, to Dave and his wife. Yeah, same. I didn't know if they had, um, she had the baby. A couple months now. That's awesome. That's excellent. yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dave. Yay. So, Sorry, uh, guys. I'm obviously not with it either. <laughs> we we try to uh, lay low sometimes on on um, not lay low, but. You know, when Tara had the baby and it was kind of like public immediately, mm -hmm. but some people are a little bit more, you know, reserved. We're and, like that. Yeah. You know, and, we don't, I, know I don't have, I don't have a picture of RJ on social media and then it's just by design. It's Kelly just... was like that in the beginning too. She thought that we weren't going to be posting much. We don't post, you know, no, you we don't. don't go overboard with it, but sometimes I'm just like very proud of a certain photo or moment and I want to post sure, it. And of course. Whatever. I'll, I don't know. Anyway, Different Dom stroke. Smith. Yeah, Dom Smith. A couple minutes ago, we got news Dom Smith will be up tomorrow in Philly. Hopefully he's in the lineup. I mean, I think he should I be. would assume he Especially will be. Especially yeah. after the news last night, we kind of knew there was going to be a spot open. Uh, I think Flores is playing there today and uh, probably Dom Smith tomorrow. We've been talking about it for quite a number of weeks and months on the show that we want these guys to get up here, get at-bats now, see what we got before the season starts next year. And that's exactly what we're going to be seeing in the next couple of days. Yeah, you know, I think everybody's excited about it. I certainly am. And like I've said in, in the past, there's now a reason to watch. I mean, oh, there were a few games last week where I, I would not have tuned in if not for Rosario. So right. um, now you're kind of getting to see the, you know, the, I mean, these are the position player prospects they have. Exactly. Um, so let's see. Let's see what they got. Um it should be interesting. I, I'm sure they'll play every day. Maybe Dom gets a, an off day against a tough lefty or something like that. But um, And that's going to create a little bit of a playing time crunch because you have Flores, Reyes, Cabrera, and Walker 
all basically for two spots. Right. And, you know, I'm sure they're still looking for a deal that would fit. I mean, I don't 100% understand how the Brewers haven't pulled the trigger on a guy like Curtis Granderson yet, but, I mean... Who knows? So, I think in the next couple of weeks, we will see a couple more guys out the door. Um, it's just inevitable. End of their careers. Not end of the careers, but end of their contracts with the Mets. And obviously, um, some teams need some guys now down the, down the stretch. And, you know, like Jay Bruce, he's now on a first-place team. And he's going to be in the hunt for October. Yeah. You know, which is good for him. Good for him, man. I, like, I saw Greg Prince tweet it. Um, that he hopes Lucas's Rays play uh, Jays Indians in the ALCS, and that'd be great. So I, I think that we've all um, come to realize that Bruce not only excelled in New York market, but was also, is also one of the great guys in the game. Um, and who Short knows? time, you know, he was only here for a little over a year, but I feel like the end of of last season, it was the kind of like, well, he can't get out the door fast enough, and it's he's a very sure. streaky player, and now everyone's automatically in love with him because of what happened last night. But you know, it's it's funny to it's just funny to think. When you look, and I just saw these stats uh, before we went on the air, but I figure I'll just pull them up now. Jay Bruce basically played what equated to a full Major League season with the Mets, 153 games, 37 homers, 94 RBIs, hit 245 with a 313 on base percentage. Um, and ultimately, if you're into advanced stats, you know, that's a, it's a 2.4 war. So, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, I, I mean, he did a good job. And who knows? He could be back. He's, yeah. he's a free agent. I don't think he will be, but yeah, he, no, he could be not. back. Uh, we will get to more about that in a little bit. But the um, what I want to bring up on Monday night was uh, Curtis Granderson's event, and you know, thanks to Curtis, he was on a couple episodes ago to help promote his GK10 event, Grandkids Foundation, ten years of giving. I went with Kelly. We were slightly late. We had some problems on the train, and then. Um, when we showed up, it was it was cool. It was kind of like a step and repeat. Curtis was there to greet everyone. Cool. Once you got into the actual venue, which was like a cocktail party for a few hours, a band was playing, drinks were flowing, food uh, food was plenty, and it was it was cool because it was it was nice to see your fellow fans not just decked out in orange and blue, and you're just yeah. mingling like you're having a beer, and then like Syndergaard's right there. So it was it was cool. It was very chill, and no one was really like overly fangirling, fanboying. That's good. Um, I spoke with Terry Collins for a little bit just to say, I don't know if he's, he's probably not going to be here next year. And I don't know if I'm going to get another chance to speak to him. And, you know, I was saying, uh, in not so many words, thank you for the support you've always given us. It's easy to cheer on the team when we, when, when times are good, right? when, not when times are good, but it's, it's easy to cheer on the team when we know that we're getting through to the players and they, they enjoy us and they, and they, and they reciprocate, you know, gotcha. a couple of years ago, he came out at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, last game of the year, tipped his cap, threw some balls to us. And, and he said that it's funny, but whenever we're on the road and they're having like their pregame meeting in the locker room, someone stands up and goes, hey, the seven line is going to be here today. Like, let's, let's try to like, turn it up a little bit. So it awesome. doesn't always work out. Um, but it's cool that they recognize that. And you know, it, was, it was cool to catch up. That's excellent. Um, Syndergaard, though, was the only guy there that – I don't want to throw him under the bus. He was the only guy there that refused photos. Yeah, everyone was pretty cool, and you was, know, was that a thing? Does he have a contract or an appearance thing? Know. Or you really? My mom was there. She's like, I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna go take a selfie. I'm like, oh, but you know, don't say you're my son. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want you to bother him. Like, I'm Darren's son. Take a photo of me. <laughs> I'm Darren's. I'm Darren's mom. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Darren's mom. <laughs> Although that would be a neat trick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw that, but you really never know what these guys have. What kind of deals these guys I don't have know. with but different not brands? Not for photos. Or, I would assume not at a, at a charity event, and you know, fans paid a lot of money to go to it. But he's. Whatever. Listen, he's a big uh, people Game very, of Thrones star now. People weren't so. very happy with it. Yeah. I'm not, I've never seen Game of Thrones. Nor, in life, I've seen four episodes. He was the only guy to not shoot a photo, but whatever. Yeah. I didn't even say hi to him because it was, it was weird. It was like he had his entourage, his girlfriend was there, uh, whatever. But yeah. I'm sorry. It is what it is. You don't want to take photos? That's cool. That's cool. I mean, whatever. But 
Julia, yes, did go up to one man who was very accessible at the event was uh, yeah Neil Walker. Yes, Julia and a couple other girls went up to Neil. To, I didn't even know this was the thing. I guess on Twitter people say daddy when they have to do with Neil Walker for some reason. I don't know. Like, it was like a Neil Walker thing. People write daddy. I is that guess. like is that like the whole thing with like sixty nine people write nice? Is that like the same thing? I'm not twenty one, so I have no idea. I don't know. I'm gonna pull it up here. I don't know if the audio is gonna exactly work. I'm but assuming was, this is just over my head because I'm. It was I'm everywhere. Old. The next day, um, you know, a bunch of people retweeted it. The next day, it was on Deadspin. It was on SB yeah. Nation. It was it was everywhere. They talked yeah. about it on um, Loudmouth. Did they? Like John Hunt, like Boomer Bust. It was it was crazy. Um, Loudmouth is really delving into the tough <laughs> topics recently, huh? Hey, you know, we're on the same topics. They got to just put us on the air, but uh, yeah. So Julia, I'm going to play this quickly. Uh, her talking to Neil Walker, but it was funny afterwards. Someone tweet. Does, is he really confused why people call him daddy? He was the only guy to show up in a pink polo shirt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a fair point. <laughs> I was even dressed up a little nice. I was going to say. Which rarely happens. Like let's it. see if this audio plays. Julia goes, it's not like a bad thing. It's just like, it's just dad. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he was, he was a good sport. He was um, a very good You know, sport. when you're talking to a bunch of fans and there's a camera in your face, you're not exactly sure what they're about to ask you, and then it ends up on Deadspin and everywhere oh, else. Oh, my God. Um, that's but the, that's another guy that was is on the radar for the Yankees. Yeah. I just read. Uh, Neil Walker, possibly Yankee. Dad. Dad, uh, dad might be going to the Bronx. Dad might be going to the Bronx. So we will, let's get on to this um, this Lucas Duda topic from today All right. because Mets fans uh, that don't sit with us took offense to it for some reason because the way that it was because um, they have a lot going on <laughs> the way that it was written uh, let's pull this up before I, I butcher what the headline is uh, a shout out to the here we go so the Players Army. Tribune which is uh, Derek Jeter's website Jeter posted this article today by Lucas Duda. Yeah. Like the actual, the way it works is, uh, or whoever helped him write it, I don't know. But it's, it's, penned. I will say, I tweeted, I tweeted this. I said, there are many articles on the Players Tribune that I don't believe the players wrote a lick of. This has Lucas Duda all <laughs> over it, and we'll talk about why. Yeah. So Lucas, um, wrote an article all about his time in New York, his time coming up into the organization. And all that good stuff. So if you go to the Players Tribune, it's probably the first thing on the on the front page there. But it's uh, it says a shout to the Seven Line Army, which the players don't write the headlines on this. I think they they see what might get a lot of traction, and today they obviously did because of the amount of people that were talking about it. Yeah. Um, but there was a uh, a quote here that I'll read. Nice little passage. Yeah. 
He says, what can I say? I, uh, what can I say? The Mets fans. He didn't say the Salonari. What can I say? The Mets fans. I love them. Those fans just kind of get me. But I should pros- probably clarify things here for a second. I'm not talking about the fair weather fans. I'm talking about the real hardcore Mets fans, the fans who bleed orange and blue, the seven-line army crew. I'd do anything for them. Signatures, sure. Bats, yeah, okay. Take this bat. Whatever I could do. I felt like I really needed to reciprocate the love that was being directed my way. So... Since the headline says the Seven Line Army, the people that don't necessarily sit with us be like, well, I don't sit with them, and he didn't thank me. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah. pump the brakes a little bit, and can you just read the whole thing I, before I, you take the headline out of context? First of all, stylistically, as a writer, I read that paragraph like a flow of, of consciousness, like the diehards. And there was the no comma. Who, like, right. There was no comma. There was no, there, was no, there was no colon, like the diehards, the seven line art, meaning these are the only diehards. I took it to mean like the diehards, people who bleed orange and blue, like, you know, the seven line army, people like that. Right. And God forbid. If it said the bleacher creatures. I mean, you know, seriously. If it was a Yankees thing, people wouldn't be up in arms. Like, I don't sit with bald Vinny. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what is the di- Read the article well, before you. Like hate on it, but what is the difference? All day, it was all day. Let me ask you a question: Are you a diehard Mets fan? Yeah, yeah, me too. Cool. Yeah. How many times have we said on the show? We don't care if you sit with us or you don't sit with us. If you do or don't, you might be the quiet guy that likes to take score, keep score, and sit in the upper deck and listen to the radio in your headphones and not cheer or do use thunder sticks or any of that good stuff in the outfield. It doesn't mean you're not a Mets fan, and no one here. Or anyone that's a core member of the Sevilleon Army Group has ever said that. But now that this article comes out, it's supposed to be like a nice, a nice goodbye letter, right? And then exactly. it's, you know all these people that are just like so infuriated that it wasn't written in a way that fit their fandom. Look, it's it's a good example. Like personally, I was at our first outing ever in 2012. Then I played baseball on Saturdays for years, so I didn't sit with the Seven Line maybe once, but once or twice until the playoffs in 2015. The fact that you guys existed out there didn't make me less of a diehard fan or even less of a seven-line army member kind of thing. It has nothing to do with that. And the problem is is that if you're – I feel like it's an insecurity, kind of like we were talking about before we went on the air, where it's like, oh, well, I saw that band before they were big, <laughs> so I'm like a bigger fan than you. It's like, who cares, man? Like, I'm a diehard Mets fan. My dad's diehard Mets fan. My grandfather's diehard Mets fan. All of us experience the game completely differently, think different things. My grandfather's calling me constantly telling me Terry Collins sucks. I <laughs> my dad and I like Terry Collins. Like it's it's a different thing. Everybody experiences oh, Poppy. Yeah, I know. Everybody experiences a game differently. Everybody views things differently. But if you're all a diehard Mets fan, whether you like to sit with the Seven Line Army, whether you don't, whether we don't care, who cares? No, care. Nobody's saying that anybody's better than you. And what I don't get is like, look. Everybody accuse anybody who takes pop shots at the seven line. I see it, so like I, I see it, and it's I don't really have a stake in it other than I like sitting with us. Like I see what you guys say, and it's always like all they are is X, Y, and Z. Or you're drunk frat bros. Watch this girl, bro. Yeah, I'm, and, I have never been in a frat. I didn't even go to a school that had fraternities. Yeah. Um, but. I, I, Whatever. I just think it's funny that you cast judgment on something without even knowing it. There are people that come here all the time that don't drink, that aren't loud people, that just like to sit and do their own thing. You know, and 
they seem to have a great time with it. So I don't really understand where the disconnect is. I don't know. I think I it is. I, really it's, it. It, I have no idea. I don't know. I think sometimes the people that have the perceptions they have, it's because they have a shell and they are a little bit more hesitant or nervous to get out of that shell and put themselves into a situation where they might not be accepted or they might not make friends, which is never the case. Right. Come to a we've said it, we said it before the season this year. Come to a tailgate, find one of us, introduce yourselves and you're in. That's it. There's, we don't yeah. beat you in. You don't have to right. there's no dues, there's no initiation. You just get a ticket. Even if you don't want to get a ticket, you want to just come hang out at a tailgate, that's completely free. Just come hang out. But whatever. Whatever. We're we're kind of like it sounds like we're complaining, but it, we're, we're trying not to complain. But it's we're, just we're saying be more laid back. And you know like, what? If the Mets were winning right now, it wouldn't be everyone wouldn't be on edge, right. and the little things like this wouldn't put people into the frenzy that this day has been on social media. It kind of bugs me though. the The problem that the thing that annoys me about the whole thing is that the people who are accusing us of assuming a bigger role and being like better Mets fans are the ones who think they're better Mets fans. The ones that's like that are like, oh, and I'm not talking about Erica specifically, who, the girl who tweeted this because I, she seems fine and like I, I think she's she's cool with me. I mean, I follow her; she follows me. Like, oh, the frat, the frat thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I wasn't in a frat. I don't know if you can notice, but I'm not kind of the frat sort of guy. Um, <laughs> I didn't do a lot of fratting or whatever the hell people do, but <laughs> but like. Um, I, I just think that I've seen it all and, you know, I've seen people that I like and respect and be like, what do you think of the seven line? Cause I think it's kind of, li-. you know what? Like if you don't like to sit with the seven line, that's cool. Yeah. And, but like, it doesn't make you better either. So we're all on the same plane, I think in this universe and not just in the Mets fan. There used to be this context, guy that would so. comment on Facebook saying that I was organizing groups at Chase Stadium before the seven line was I'm like good cool. for you good for you no, <laughs> that's great that's fantastic pull up your old friends come and join us I yeah. don't know we're, we're gonna move on because we only have a, an hour today but we could probably talk on this for a while but no one wants to watch the show and listen to us complain but anyway no. if you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes we appreciate it maybe hit that subscribe button leave us a nice rating help us move up the charts we will be taking next week off yeah we are moving into our new location in Hop Hog, we're going to be all under one roof now in the office. Yes. And the studio is going to be there. No more basement. No more leaky uh, air conditioning. Right well, that's, that's, and, um, that's on you, man. <laughs> if you are watching live right now, I appreciate your loyalty. Just click the uh, share button while you're watching. Tell your friends you're watching Orange and Blue Thing. At the end of the show, we'll pick someone at random to get some free stuff. He appreciates loyalty. I'm a complete mercenary, so I do this for no reason. Well, I know that you have an actual job. So, like, when I don't get responses from you, like, throughout the week, I know you're at... You that know, is you're so busy. rare, by the way. I know you're busy. I, very, I almost always answer you instantaneously. Not always. Almost Well, I know, you had, a, you, you, know you had a busy day today. Pizza... I, pizza, <laughs> pizza was good. Pizza was good. You had a pizza day. Speaking of just off the topic, have you been watching uh, Big Brother? Did you watch last night? Uh, I did not watch last night, but I have been watching. All right. I'm just a little behind. You can tell me what's, it's getting what's going good. on. It's, it's getting, getting good. good? Yeah, just watch tonight. All right, I'm, I'll be watching What tonight. have we got next here? What have we got going on? Uh, we have... We should talk... <laughs> about we should talk about jay bruce and the Who? uh yeah bruce and the oh bruce and the uh fiasco that was the return and people's opinion of it all right yeah because everyone seemed to have an opinion and i like that you say all the time just because something happens doesn't mean you need to have an opinion right which is exactly how i woke i was in bed when this trade happened because uh, i'm old and i have a baby so i got up and i saw that jay bruce got traded to the indians and i said okay well what did they get? And I'm scrolling down Twitter, and you know how they kind of organize the feed, and I'm seeing people are complaining about what they got. So I don't know what's what the deal is. I finally put the pieces together. Apparently, if you haven't heard, and I can't imagine that you didn't, 
Uh, if we're breaking the news to you that Jay Bruce is no longer on, or at the very least that there was another trade on the table, right? Uh, then you you probably didn't spend on any time on Twitter today. But apparently, instead of getting this Ryan, what is it, Ryder, 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 Ryan. Ryder Ryan, great, instead name. of getting Ryder Ryan, which does sound a little bit like he's a character in a, a Christmas story adult Isn't there like film, a, a lot of riders in wrestling, riders, Zach, Zach Ryder, oh, okay. Zack Ryder, it's a, a good friend of Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, instead of getting this live arm, apparently, that's what it was described as on Twitter, a live arm, he throws decently, uh, that they could have traded him to the Yankees for two prospects. Who? What prospects? We have no idea. Oh, okay. But it, the holdup was that the Mets did not want to absorb any of Jay Bruce's salary. They wanted to dump the salary. Right. People had big opinions about this. Of course. How I mean, do you feel about this? I would have taken the Yankees deal depending on who the players were. I mean, not that not that the uh, Ryder Ryan is is anything to write home about either. Who knows if we'll ever sniff the big poor, leagues. Poor Ryder Ryan. But, you know, I tried to get him on the show. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I wrote him a message and I didn't hear back yet. But um, we did ask the fans on our Twitter account, Orange Blue Thing. Orange and Blue Thing was too long. At Orange Blue Thing. What do you think of the Jay Bruce trade? Uh, 1,325 people voted. Only 7% like it. That ends up being 92 fans. And uh, 61% hate it. That's 808 fans. And 32% are impartial with 424 fans. All right. So, I mean, the majority says they hate it. But I think that a lot of people hate stuff that they don't even really know about yet. What possible explanation could you have to hate it? I don't know. But before we move on, the tweet that I put out this morning had everyone in a frenzy thinking that I was so pro team and this was the choice to be made i said with those fans that are automatically saying Ryder ryan is a nobody because he was drafted in the 30th round look at mike piazza who was drafted in the 62nd round how did that work out so not comparing the two because obviously when piazza came here he was already a proven major league baseball player i was just comparing player a and player b uh, what round you go in the draft doesn't dictate how you're going to end up in the major league. So this guy is still relatively young. He did come up uh, through college and whatever, and his scouting video touted him as a power-hitting third baseman. He wasn't mm-hmm. even a pitcher. Right. So he's relatively new um, on the mound. So he is he is sniffing high 90s, and um, obviously his – let me pull up his stats here. Yeah, while you do, um, the Mets have a ninth-round pick going on the mound today that you might have heard of called Jacob DeGrom. So, I mean, you know, you never know. I I think my opinion is this. I don't really understand the people who automatically think this is a bad deal. Now, I get it. It is a little frustrating. I think any time that fans can shit on the team, they'll they'll take it as an opportunity to shit on the team. But I guess my problem is is that no one knows who Ryder Ryan is. Right. Like, unless you're... Well, we all know who he is now. Well, now we know who he is. But before this, I mean, short of guys who are really into minor league baseball, really into the, 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 the depths of the Indian system, and maybe his family, we didn't really know a lot about Ryder Ryan. So... How do we know? I don't understand how, how we're supposed to take this automatically as a bad thing, especially when we don't know who the two prospects were that the Yankees were going to give them, and we don't know what they're going to do with the money. Now, look, to say that the Mets aren't – it looks terrible, right? Because the Mets don't want to – you're going to pay Jay Bruce the money anyway. If you were competitive to the end of the year, you'd be paying Jay Bruce. So 
What's the difference? Go get. Why don't you explain to some fans out there what the whole qualifying offer means? Because yeah. they could have kept him t- till the end of the year if they didn't like either of these deals and offered him the qualifying offer, right. which would then do what? Um, well, what they can either take it or decline. You it. could take it, which would be amount to a one 18 year million? about eighteen point two million dollar contract, or they he could turn it down. But any team that signed with him, he would get they would get a, a compensation pick. Now the compensation picks aren't as good as they used to be, and it's. And it goes by a tiered system now that uh, groups the free agent into a type A, type B, certain free agent that depends on what the pick is. The pick used to be very good. So, you know, when the Mets uh, lost or when the Mets signed K-Rod and the Yankees signed Teixeira, those two, the Angels had those two back-to-back picks at the end of the first round. One of them they used to draft Mike Trout. But that's not where that's not where it goes anymore. They don't do that anymore. It's more, I believe, in between the second and third round or whatever it is. So the pick isn't as valuable as it used to be because that was deterring uh, teams from signing free agents. And you'd have these guys taking these below-market deals late into the winter because nobody wanted to give up the draft pick. Um, now, look, the Mets could have done that. They could have held on to him. But then you wouldn't have had Dom Smith up here. And you would have had no idea what Dom Smith was. You wouldn't have given him a body of Major League work before he came to spring training next year. So I think that was certainly a factor. I think I, I think it does not boil down to the fact that the Mets didn't want to help the Yankees. I don't think that I'm just going to any... ask you that. Do you think that has anything to do with the Crosstown rivalry? I don't know if it does. But do you think that the what's angering the fans the most is the money it's thing? It's the money. Or... That it was two players instead of one player. No, I think it's the money because I think, look. So we have three for Reed. Because, yeah, but you don't know who the Yankees guys are. So exactly. the, the unknown is always better to fans, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. Because so seeing like, is believing. And, yeah, you know, we could have gotten, who knows? Because you, you look at Ryder Ryan and you say, hey, this guy doesn't look like a prospect, you know, a big-time prospect. You have no idea. Maybe he figures it out. Maybe. But if, he, if people like to, to harp on the whole 30th round thing, Lugo was also oh. 30th round. But um, if he didn't go to UNC, he would have been a little bit higher in the draft. Sure. And, 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 if he, and if he was actually just a pitcher with the stuff he has now, he probably would have been higher in the draft. Right. Um, in the draft, in, I think, 2014, he was touted as a third baseman power hitter and there are also which is been, not what he is anymore there have also been so many misses in the first round major league baseball draft is such a crapshoot you have no idea what you're getting so i get that hey we could have gotten an extra prospect from the yankees if we just gave up a million dollars look it was if, if it was a prospect that the mets were high on they would have easily given away the million dollars i think that i think that this in current incarnation of the front office has proven that they want to develop players because that's a more cost-efficient way to get things done than it is to sign free agents. Um, but obviously, they like the deal they got better. Look, it looks terrible. From a PR perspective, it looks abysmal. But you don't know. Maybe they reinvest the money in the team. Hopefully, they do. I mean, I hope it's not just a savings to the Wilpons bank account because, no offense, that doesn't do anything. Well, I don't even know what they're going to be getting back also from the whole right insurance deal. I mean, there's, there's a lot of money coming off the books. Um, but I just want to shout out a couple of pe- people here on Twitter. Anthony Cass said he can't be worse than Robles or Montero. He just can't be. True. Um, and then James Bayerga also on Facebook said, this guy has the same birthday as me, so I'm going to root for him. Well, like so, it. That's a good reason. Why the hell not? <laughs> I mean, look, it, it is what it is. It's, it's an August waiver wire deal. You're not going to get anything massive of value in these things, but you really do never know what you're getting. I mean, 
I, do am I enamored with the return for Jay Bruce, who's having one of his best seasons? Not really, but look, the you, market was very thin. That's what we were saying. Very thin. I mean, everybody if, hits home runs now. If people were dying to have Bruce on their team. It would have happened a couple weeks ago. Thirty home run guys right now. The way the game is played is it are a dime a dozen. Right. You know, you look at the guys who are hitting thirty home runs nowadays: Joey Gallo, Logan Morrison, Jay Bruce, guys like this. Who, yeah, they are proven power hitters at the major league level. But it just goes to show. That how many of those guys do you need on your team? You, I mean, look, it's if somebody was dying to have Jay Bruce, they would have done it before the waiver deadline. I like so, Richie. Richie just chimed in. He's been kind of vocal about this all day on Twitter. Uh, you know, I wasn't. I, well, bottom line, do you think it's a good deal or not? I have no idea. Exactly. But are no you, so you're not infuriated? No, you're, the, you're the impartial. I one. voted for impartial because okay. I have no idea. But Richie said everybody's an expert. Uh, right? Everyone's an expert. Save it and wait. I totally agree. And Couldn't kinda, agree more. I'm kind of on the same page. Could not there. agree more. But before we moved on from the Duda thing, the, he ended his uh, his letter or whatever saying that – what did he say? Uh, oh, yeah. I just want to play baseball and maybe find a good uh, – what, a good – A decent a dumpling decent spot, dumpling in, spot Tampa. in Tampa. That's basically it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a good article. Again, go back and and go to the Players Tribune and check that out. Yeah, you like that, right? So he's basically yeah, you like it's my great. graphic. So yeah, Brian tweeted earlier. He made this graphic of a nice sunset with the quote. He says he wants to print it out for his wall. Yeah. Somebody make sure this is on my tombstone <laughs> when I when I kick it. Okay, looking for some good dumpling spots, man. That's that's it. I mean, Tampa's you know pretty dead. I'm sure. He's yeah, not- you're not gonna find a good dumpling spot in Tampa. I don't think. Yeah. Well, he was saying like you know it was nice that um, you know in New York. Being that you can just uh, you know stay up all night, there's always a nice place to eat, yeah. even if it's a late game or whatever. Look, I, that was totally. I don't care what anybody says. That was totally Lucas Duda. That part of it, <laughs> at least, I thought that was hilarious because if you've ever had a conversation with Lucas Duda, you will know that he's just a laid back guy, but he does have a very good sense of humor. Like if you get a chance, to, if you get a glimpse of it, and. A, I, I have to say that was incredible. So I think maybe that might, that might even be my next tattoo. What that that I just want to find that, a decent dumpling, place dumpling spot. That's Get in your forehead, bum bum fight style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that. Remember bum fights? No, you don't. Oh, it was, no. was kind of big in like maybe the early two thousands. Okay, was, I feel bad for the guys, but I was too busy um, listening to emo music. Oh, yeah. So, MLB. Well, let's talk about the Little League World Series. Yes, you've been watching it, or love you, it. I haven't been watching any of it, but I've been following along with the. Awesome stats that the uh, what do they call it stats or like the bios that they put up yes. on the different players. Yes, uh, Boog, uh, yeah, Boog pal has been uh, turning a lot of heads. But yes. there was one kid who gave a shout out to his teacher that he has a crush on. He has a crush on her, and okay. someone wrote, "Take your shot, kid." Or might as well. Like You're on national TV. You might as well do it. I love. How the old are kids in this? How the twelve? Twelve to thirteen. Well, we can't so really advocate that. Though. There's a there's a, an age cutoff. The the age cutoff is April thirtieth. So you can't turn thirteen before May first. But Boog is two twenty. Boog's big Boog's, boy. He's, he's big hitting boy. balls pretty far too. Yeah. Can do, can I talk about that for a second? No, okay, good. Uh, I was a little disappointed just to see some of the Instagram stuff that Boog was getting. Um, as somebody who very much struggled with my weight as a small child, I. I can't even believe if somebody had fat shamed me when with on an Instagram well, when account like 12. with 2.6 million followers or whatever. I can't even like honestly imagine what that would have done to me. 
Uh, like, do you think but, he's looking at that stuff? I, I don't know, but I mean, I can't imagine that it's not going to get back to him. He's twelve, and every all those kids have smartphones now and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. I just I want people to remember that like they seem like characters on TV, but they're kids and they're innocent. And and you know, I, I'm sure he's going to laugh it off. And if he ever sees something like that, somebody like teasing him about his weight on the internet, he's going to laugh it off. But like in a in a in a normal human moment, it's really going to affect him. And it's like Mark from Big Brother. Yeah. Did you see him recently? He was like crying. He was yeah. like, if you watch Big Brother, the big, like, juice looking guy that's on the show looks like the Hulk. None of those guys ever wear their shirts either. It's, yeah, yeah. it's definitely temperature it's, controlled in that yeah, building. Yeah, but they and never like, wear And like the their guys shirts. never, if you're in shape and you're on Big Brother, you never wear a t shirt. Yeah. So this guy, Mark, sits there and he's crying that uh, he felt like he was being bullied and yada yada. And he brought up that he was a heavier kid when he was young yeah. and um, it kind of had flashbacks. So maybe. It's, it's, you a, know, it's a thing. Like, I don't think people realize, especially people who didn't struggle with their weight early in life, because I think the natural progression is to just get heavier later in life and, and whatever. Your metabolism slows down, testosterone dips or whatever and uh but when you have to deal with that early in life especially when you're trying to attract girls or get friends or whatever it really it has a real profound impact on who you are as a human being and at later in life i don't know look it's he's a he's a 12 year old kid and like i he's actually a good ball player i've seen his swing and i was really impressed and i think he you know for I'm sure he'll figure it out later in life, or even if he doesn't, or whatever. I obviously you every want you always want people to be health as healthy as they can be. I just encourage people to to try to remember that it's it all seems like it's fun and games, but at the end of the day, there's that's a 12 year old little boy. So you know, no, I'm was, with you. This is my son. I I wouldn't I wouldn't stand for people making fun of him on on Instagram or whatever. I right, just shout out to Boog. Yeah, Boog, you're the man. Keep hitting keep bombs. Ra- keep raking. Chicks dig the long ball. That's it. So the uh, MLB weekend is coming up, which is uh, something new they're trying to do this year. I don't know if it's going to be an annual thing, but every team in baseball has the option to let their players choose a nickname, which I actually got confused. I thought that maybe the team chose it because yesterday I saw that the names came out. Let me pull it up here. And uh, Granderson went with Grandy Man. And I thought that was more of like a Yankee thing. Yeah, you said that to me uh, when he, we were going to have him on. Really, we did. I, I forgot. Yeah, about that. you said that, and I was like, like the, no. the Grandy Man. Can that was like a Yankee well, thing. No, like John I don't Sterling. know. I don't know any Mets fan that calls Granderson Grandy Man, but whatever. It's... That's baseball season. <laughs> uh, so I guess the players chose them. So um, here on the top line, we have Grandy Man, Thor, Wheels for Wheeler. Kat- is it Katire? Katir? Katire? I, I actually, I have no, uh, I have I, no idea. But that's his. That's his Kat- name on, on Instagram. That's Flores. If uh, I pronounce that right, somebody tell me. But I think it's I think it's Katire. What kind of shocked me the most? Not shocked, but I'm glad. Harvey here, 33, just Harv. Dark Knight, I think, is done. I've wanted it to be done for over a year, but, but I think it's that, over. Oh, well, I guess he has uh, – Noah has Thor, he so have, he could have gotten he could it. have. Yeah, of course he could have gotten well, it. Well, I mean – I don't think anybody calls him the Dark Knight. Except- Dude, are you kidding me? He had the bat on his. No, no, no. His- I think he. Well, you think he started that as his own brand. I like get his it, but nickname. He, he put that bat symbol on his locker. Are you kidding me? If this was two years ago and they were doing MLB Weekend, it would say Dark Knight on his back. Yeah, hundred and ten percent. I like that he didn't. I think that that should just be over with. You're Matt Harvey. Let that shit die and just be Matt Harvey. Um, any of these that you that you like or that you think are weird or that you would have done differently? Um, well, I certainly would have wouldn't have gotten little D. Yeah. <laughs> people people I, understand why, yes, right? I think. Yes. Yeah, oh, so, I think people understand why, but I think it's hilarious. So Darno, I mean, uh, we have to remember that people sometimes listen to this afterwards. But we have a graphic on the screen now with the whole team. Uh, bottom left. 
Little, L-I-L-D, number 18. That's obviously Darno. Darno's name starts with a lowercase d, obviously, which actually took a few years for them to get that. Remember a couple, like the first season? Yes. They, they just couldn't make a lowercase yeah. d. Why couldn't you just put a P upside down? They did. They at did? first, at oh, really? first they did. Yes, it can't be that hard to make, but um, yeah, little D I think was is questionable, but everything else on there, obviously the guys have their reasons behind it. There's a little bit of hockiness in here, so if you're a hockey fan, you know that they're, they're abysmal at nicknames. So they'll be like, you know, uh, you know, uh, Cooley or or Grabo or some, you know, some kind of ridiculous. That's what I see when I see like Gordo or you know. Whatever. <laughs> like, wait, hold on. Why is Steven Matz Reno? I don't know, but I like that Joseph Green in the comments wrote, apparently Ploiecki was Big D. <laughs> big D? Was he Big D? Rally dildo, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, what about uh, what about Ike Davis, the uh, oh, uh, yeah. unfortunate? Oh, but speaking of Dickie. Yeah. Because that was when Dickie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was speaking when... of Dickie. He just went with Dickie. He didn't want to participate. I, a lot of players did that. I oh, really? saw, well, I saw, I Jed, every I saw Jed Jerko did that, uh, John Lester, a bunch of guys. Somebody wrote someone's brother. Did you see that one? Yes, uh, Kyle Seeger for Corey <laughs> yeah. Seeger's, uh, wrote Corey's brother, which I thought was very funny. Um, a couple of guys, uh, Aaron Alther and um, or Altair or whatever, and uh, and Aaron Hicks both did A.A. Ron, which is a key Do you think the, the managers got involved with this? or I don't know. I assume Terry would be T.C. So for those watching, I'm gonna, I have a little uh, graphic here for what it looks like full screen. So it's basically a, a, a blue Mets pullover, orange sleeves, orange and white trim around the neck. Let's talk about that for a second. What do you think about the design? Would you have gone I with like orange? I, I actually hit up someone, the same guy that I got our Conforto jerseys from, and yes. um, asked him if there was an option to customize the back. And I don't know if... If other people can, but I got one coming that says meaning on it. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm going to just frame it. You're the man right now. If if this turns out to be something that they do every year, I'd like to actually start saving them, kind of like I do with the yeah, All Star. All Star, yeah. So what? And we were t- just talking about didn't how have my size though. I had to go up a size. Now, yeah, I'm 44, and uh, they only had 48, so whatever. Okay. I'm, I'm not 48. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, <laughs> you want to wear meaning 18 on the back? Yeah, meaning sure. 17. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> um, what I was going to tell you was we were just talking about pullovers and how why do buttons exist on baseball jerseys and they come up with pullovers right and uh terrence jenkins who's actually on our softball team yes, just wrote is. in the comments i've seen him reply to this about uh you know post about this he thinks this, these look like like pajamas yeah they do i mean they look like softball uniform kind of kind of deal i like the hat actually. i like it a lot i don't like the hat no i think that the the blues the match blue, it matches no way yes it does. no 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 i'm telling you that's a product shot okay and Chris Creamer, who uh, runs the site sportslogos.net, he was instrumental in talking to MLB so about it. It looks these. like teal. Yes, it does. Uh, they He said that the, the Blues match, uh, well, at least for the Blue Jays and the Cubs or whatever. So I'm pretty sure, yes, it definitely looks like a neon blue in that. But I've heard that even the product shots, are the colors are off on the hats. And that a lot of times that light blue will actually look like it may, maybe maybe not on the Mets, but definitely on like the Blue Jays and they the Dodgers. Just fix that and post, you know, in Photoshop or something. Would, I mean, I, I know all about it when I take photos of uh, right. products, and you know, black stuff's always tough to take photos of, and so is orange, uh, yeah. to be honest, and especially with that blue, depending on what kind of background and flash and stuff. But they should have probably made the match a little bit. Better. Any uh, any teams that you really liked? I like the Braves. Yeah, I saw you like the throwback Braves. Braves and A's. I liked a lot. Uh, I really like the Orioles hat. They have the swinging bird logo, which I, is is a favorite of mine. I saw. I think the Diamondbacks had a very muted version of their um, new look, and I thought it looked good. Um, the Marlins, I loved, and we've talked about how the Marlins uniform set is 
abysmal, and they were using like a like an orange and and that like light kind of neonish blue and uh you know whatever it's called and um an aquamarine ish family whatever and it looks great. I, it's far more character than their. Do you think regular. Walker should have went with Daddy? I think he should have. <laughs> uh, uh, Andre Ethier is uh, that who's still wearing sixteen for the Dodgers? Did Daddy? That's cool. Yeah. I'm... So yeah, if you want to pick any of these up, uh, it's you know what's crazy too. Oh no, he did he retire? They're making uh, every. This is a lot of jerseys. You know, and if if let's say someone orders like a yeah. uh, uh, brown bear forty nine for uh, brown bear. smoker, you know what I mean? Like how many people are ordering? You know, no offense, so how many people? Is are that, ordering... Wait, hold on, is brown bear smoker? Yeah, That's how fantastic. many people are ordering that? So they have to stock all this stuff. It's going to be a lot of work. Somebody on for the whole league. See, somebody on the Dodgers is daddy, and I instinctively thought that uh, that it was Andre Ethier who has been number sixteen on the Dodgers. Oh, I saw that. You, you know, before we move on to the next segment, the Yankees are doing it. The Yankees don't have names yes. in their backs. Yeah, that's. A I big saw ninety nine all rise for uh, Judge. Judge. Yeah. What do you think about the Yankees doing it? I mean, we're not Yankees fans, but like, do you think that it's cool they're participating, or do you think? I personally think as a fan of baseball, if I was a Yankee fan, I think it would be cooler if they didn't participate. Well, for a long time. The Yankees didn't participate in league-wide stuff like this. Whenever Majestic got a new cut of jacket, or they, for a long time they didn't have the Majestic or any Maker's Mark logo on their jersey, uh, they wouldn't do spring training hats. They would just not I like that. do anything. Um, and and I think Yankees fans really liked it, but eventually when it started to come to like the Stars and Stripes program, if you look at Jeter's... Uh, franchise setting hit record in 2009 the yankees are actually wearing the the red all red caps and it looks so weird it's such like an an odd look for an iconic yankees moment so the yankees kind of caved on that eventually and you know now they're just kind of like everybody else at this point we've I mean, talked about it a lot the yankees are changing they're not the yankees of old um you know the past couple years and they're uh, gonna sell a butt ton of all rise jerseys i mean and yeah, t-shirts yeah, which and is stuff. good that's cool part of the plan but i you know i I just think it's funny too when uh, fans wear replicas with names in the back. I mean, Yankees don't have the names in the back. Why would you buy a jersey yeah. that says Jeter too? When I when Lauren and I got uh, had our engagement picture, she had a jersey that said uh, Posada on the back, and uh, our engagement pictures are in that. But then I went out and bought her an authentic Jeter jersey, which didn't have a name on it, because I was like, you, you you can't wear that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a jersey person. You just can't you can't wear a Yankees jersey with a name on the back. All right, so I did go to the game yesterday. Um, I had to pick up my mother-in-law from the airport and uh, popped in for a couple innings. It was a noon start, obviously, and the Mets lost again. Yeah. But uh, I noticed something. We talked about it a couple times. I think someone actually called and asked us or um, what our favorite like in-game promotion was or mm-hmm. in-game whatever, entertainment. Yeah. And we mentioned – did we mention the base stealing? We did, yeah. You All right, did. so they did it yesterday. and, and the Remember record- child abuse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said it was child abuse to make kids run in the heat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so yesterday, they actually had an adult run it, which I found out later was like an SMI cameraman. Okay. So the, the record was like 17 point something seconds, and he ended up beating it. So that's our clip of the week. I'm not exactly sure if this is going to be something that they do – um, you know, every game have an adult maybe try to run it. I think that it would be it's it's cool to get kids involved, but I think it's more entertainment to watch an adult maybe bust their ass trying I to think, run I think it's or pull out a hammy. Something somebody's gonna blow out a hammy for it's sure. It's not gonna. I even wrote here this isn't gonna. Uh, it's not quite the freeze, but it's still fun. It's fun. Um, Poor the the freeze has gotten some tough losses lately. But I'd run it. I'd, 
I do it. I mean, I would lose yeah. terribly. I'm uh, maybe not. slow. I'm let slow. me let me play this here. Hopefully, the, the audio works. So he ended up beating it by, you know, two-tenths of a second. But I think if this is something that the Mets actually do more often, I think that uh, it would kind of encourage more fan engagement in between in- innings. I'd, my, be, I'd my, be all about my it. My favorite thing is that he ran into the banner <laughs> yeah, thinking yeah, that yeah. he had to break the banner. Yeah, it was like uh, like uh, the parachute trying to slow him down at the end. Um, you know, or maybe have an adult do the wiffle ball home run challenge or something every once in a while just to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzie says she wants to do it. Which, the running? That, yeah, the running. That'd be cool. What I do think that they need to do is have three fans uh, drive those cars, like the car racing. Mm-hmm. I would 100% do that. Bradley like you have pedal in the outfield. Bradley was talking about that on the uh, at the game on Saturday, and he was like, the Mets got to hook that up. One night we have to have the seven line do it. And I would think later in the season that'd be a slam dunk because I think... I, Might be a liability I, thing. I, you're I, you're I, driving basically like a bicycle. Yeah, but... I mean, you could tell those people that were going to do it to ease up on the. I would not ease up. I would be. A, I would be full freaking throttle. I'd be driving. <sighs> no, I mean, I mean, ease up on the booze. <laughs> Bumper car stop. No, no, no. I'm saying like just in general driving that thing. I mm-hmm. would. I, I want to win. Well, okay. If you ain't first, you'll last. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to do. I was with my high hands. when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he calls him and he's in. He's um, he moves into his house. Yeah. And he's like at back with his parents. He's yeah. like, hey, man. Just trying to figure out how to work the TV. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to hate you. Best movie. You're going to be my best man. He's like, I am not going to be your best man. All right, man. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. What so, happened there? No, nothing. All right. Anyway, we're going to move on. We have about 14 minutes or so left. We did get some voicemails uh, this week, and we should play them, right? Yeah. Okay. If you want to call us, you should. How about that? Our number is 631-760-7722. It's open 24-7. Once we get out of here, because this is our last show in the basement, once we get out of here, we hope to have an actual phone line where we can take live calls. We tried to do that like four episodes ago, and it was an epic fail. Didn't go great. No, it did not go great. Let's get to it. Hey, Dan, it's Vinny from Massapequa, and I just have to know... Do you ever get mistaken for Vinny from the Jersey Shore? Because you look exactly <laughs> like Vinny from the Jersey Shore. And I, I have to know if that ever happens. Thanks. I can see that. I've gotten that a couple times, have especially you? with the shorter hair. But I you know, I get Wahlberg, you get David Wright. Yeah, well, um, yeah so no. No. Oh, well, so no one's ever come up to you and been like, yo, man, are you, are you Vinny? Um, no. Just That's that never you happened. Look, just that you kind of <laughs> look like him. Well, to Vinny, I look like Vinny, who the Vinny the caller. Thanks for your call, Vin. Hey, Darren and Brian, it's Bauer here. So my question is simple. Now that Noah Syndergaard has been on Game of Thrones, what current player, net or otherwise, do you think would make the most sense to be on any, any current show that's out there right now? Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't see that. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. I think we already just talked about that yeah. a little while ago. I think that if Friends was still on, obviously they'd have Wilmer, Wilmer do a cameo, even yeah. if he's just sitting at Central Perk, yeah. having a nice little cup of joe. That's, um, tough. That's a tough question. It is. I mean, 
there hasn't been that many players that have been on sitcoms. I mean, I, I think a couple guys were on King and Queens. Obviously, Hernandez was on Seinfeld. Um, yeah, Kevin can wait. Probably they could do a Mets kind of centric thing. I'm surprised. They, well, no. Uh, Neil Walker can be a, a dad. Wasn't someone on that? I think Syndergaard was on Kevin can wait. Yes, he was. Um, uh, the Halloween episode. Damn, he's killing it. Yeah, dressed as Thor. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, you know, he knows what to do. So, I, I, I mean, you do that. Superstars, did you, did you, know? you hear? You don't watch Kevin Can Wait, do you? I know I do. Oh, you do? They killed off the wife. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. You know what it is? They, if you watch Kevin Can Wait or you listen or you, you, know, you read anything on the internet these days, the, the wife of Kevin James, they're killing her off so they can make room for... the Remini. Yeah, to come back. Because I guess she was on a couple episodes at the end of last season. Why didn't they just... Ratings I, went through the roof. Because I don't know. She was like... Doing that whole Scientology show. Well, no, she just, didn't have the time. She she just did like a couple of twenty twenties or whatever, where she talked out about the church and how weird it is. But like, no, 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 she had a full show. It was on oh, like, she had a show. It was on like E, maybe or so. Or maybe she, Bravo. Or maybe she wasn't available. Okay, one of those chicks. But I mean, it's now it's going to basically be King and Queens light, and that's cool. I'm down with that. Yeah, but is she going to be the wife? I I think they're going to incorporate her as the. I don't know, like female. Let's just make her the wife. Voice. I mean, uh, French Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel Air changed the wife halfway that's through. That's true. So whatever. It's true. It happens. They can move on. I don't really know if that's what's going to happen, but I guess we can wait and see. We'll, see. we'll get Kevin James on the show and ask him. Would that. you like to answer a question about who we think position by position is going to be on the opening day roster? Or is that just too hard to speculate? Uh, I mean, we can try, I guess. Sure. Okay. Hey, Darren and Brian. Uh, this is Joe from New Jersey. Uh, my question is, we all know that the trades that have been happening lately with our free agents are expected, and they're good for the team, particularly in terms of raising cash or saving it. Uh, my question is, I'd be interested in hearing, what do you want our opening day lineup and roster to look like by position? And where do you think we need to invest the cash in outside of trying to keep some of our pitchers in the next year? Thanks. Sorry for the squeak. We've been having a couple audio issues. This is all stuff we're going to try to figure out before we move. But we're going to go position by position. The caller wanted to know if we can speculate what's going to happen next year. Um, For me, I think they have to upgrade catcher. I think the Darno experiment should be over. Um... I think every year they're waiting for him to turn the corner, and it hasn't happened. And, you know, the the shared time between him and Rivera, I'm not exactly sure if that's the way to go going forward. I'm not saying that they should try to go find the second coming of Mike Piazza, but I would like someone a little bit more consistent back there. Um, besides that, uh, I don't really know what's going to be happening in the rest of the field. But well, let's go position by position. Well, look, I think first base is Dom Smith. Is Dom Smith. Um, and I think that if Neil Walker is uh, open to doing something at second base, I think they could talk about Walker or you could try an in-house option like TJ Rivera or Wilmer Flores. Um, but I think ultimately second base is going to come from in-house. So I, I would actually assume that, that – Flores or, or Rivera will be given a chance to be the everyday second baseman. Obviously, Rosario at short, which just wrote down. Now, third base is where it all comes to a head because you have to understand and, and that we have no idea what's going to happen with David Wright, and we don't know what the deal is there. And if the Mets figure that out where David decides to retire or he decides to keep pressing on, I think they need a firm answer, though. Um, and I don't think that they'll get into a – Mike Moustakas kind of deal. 
because Manny Machado's a free agent the year after next. So, I mean, I think that you have to make that those calls and you have to have enough cash on hand to to explore signing. Well, I'm, so what, is that a question mark? I would say it's a huge question mark. That's the biggest one. Obviously, in left field, you're going to see uh, Cespedes. And in uh, right field, now that, that Bruce is gone, you'll probably see Conforto, even though I would argue that maybe based on what the arms are that those two should be flip-flopped. Um, and in center field, I think you're going to see, honestly, if I think you're going to see a platoon in Nimmo and Ligaris. I, I honestly think that's what's going to happen because I don't think Lorenzo Cain is going to sign here, and nor do I think that that's the kind of player that Sandy invests in. Um, People are saying, what about Gavin? Sacchini? I mean, sure. Sure, I think he'll be in the mix. I think second base will be an open competition between uh, Chikini, uh Flores, and Rosario uh, for sure. Um, the the question, the big question mark, the biggest question mark for me is third base because catcher. I do think that they will go out and get somebody else. So if they're saving all this money and they're not making many moves, are they going to throw all the money at a center fielder or a third baseman? Like what what what's going on? It's you in know, your brain. Like is this is this the lineup? Like is it what we see right now? The lineup. I got to be honest with you. It might be, and they might say that 2018 is about pitching, keeping the pitchers healthy, and we think that. The pitching being better will get us to be where right where we need to be. This is largely the same team that's more athletic and should be better defensively. And then I think they can make their free agent runs in 2018. Based on what's out in the market and where the Mets are currently constructed, I don't think there's going to be a huge import here of talent. I, I honestly think if they're going to do anything, it might just it, – it, the, the biggest thing is third base. If you figure out third base, then – Maybe they would do something like a Mustakas kind of guy on a shorter term deal if they don't want to go all in and risk losing out on Machado. I don't know, man. I, this it's going to be tough, but I do think with Smith and Rosario, not only is the offense going to benefit, but I think the defense is going to benefit, and it's they need that with the pitching staff they have. Hundred percent. So I'm excited to see the way the rest of the season shapes up with those guys getting playing time every day. Uh, this is our last show before the Subway Series. Monday starts a Subway Series. Obviously, it doesn't have the same juice behind it as it has in years past. Got a little juice. <laughs> we will be, though, at Mulcahy. Not, yeah, Mulcahy's. I always screw that up, Mulcahy's McFans. Mulcahy's on Monday. Monday, August 14th, just a few days from now. For the Subway Series viewing party, they have a couple specials going on. $3.50 Bud Lights and $5 craft beers. All you got to do is show up showing the bartender one of our products, T7L products, and you'll get the deal. It is also our second annual town hall meeting. Last year was at McFadden's on All-Star Game Night. This will be the second annual one. Yes, it's on Long Island. Yes, you probably have to travel to get there. We apologize. Uh, it's not even that far. People, I know, but people like to jump off the bridge if it's not in Queens. But the reason behind it is not only that Tim and his family are members of the Seven Line Army. We are going to be at the stadium Wednesday and Thursday. So not that many people wanted to travel Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday to Queens. Sure. So the idea is going to meet at Mulcahy's if you came, if you came out for this uh, Sports Illustrated documentary. That's where the party was. Million TVs, plenty of room to spread your legs. The, the, the sound for the game will be on. But for me... The most important part of that night is the meeting. Sure. We're going to meet up at 6 o'clock, and uh, Lizzie and I and, and uh, Indart, I don't know, you should come if you can. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little bit of an intro about the group, what we, what our goals are, what we did this year, what our plans are for next year, a little, uh, little introduction about who we are for maybe some new members who might be joining us that night to get their feet wet, which we encourage to do if you're watching this and you live close by and you want to come hang out and meet some people and maybe join us next year. Highly recommend it. Um, 
you know, Adam, Adam last year came to the meeting, joined us for the rest of the season, came to Cooperstown season tickets. And now he works for the seven line. So, um, it might not be a bad way to get your foot in the door. So come and hang out. And what we're encouraging everyone to do is if you have suggestions on how to contribute a different aspect to the group, whether it's a suggestion or something that we should change or whatever, the, the floor will be yours, the microphone will be hot, and you can say whatever the hell you want to the group and we'll, we'll take everything you say into consideration. And the whole idea is to get everyone in the same room and um, be on the same page because us talking every Thursday, even like we were just talking about the Lucas Duda thing, doesn't necessarily mean that's the way that the group should be. Sure. You know, like, uh, yes, I did invent the thing, but I don't care if I'm the only one pulling the strings. I don't need to be the dictator here. I want it to be a collaborative effort, and the only way to do that is to have everyone on the same page. So try your best to make it out to Mulcahy's next Monday, the 14th. It is steps away from Long Island Railroad if you don't drive or don't feel like drinking and driving or have a designated driver. I You know what I mean. But uh, steps away from Long Island Railroad. Uh, if you have a DD, they have a parking lot right across the street as well. Bunch of drink specials, and I think it's important to um, chat. Yes. And build a stronger base because we're only as strong as our core and the core will be there and hopefully you guys can make it. So besides that, before we turn this thing off because a couple minutes before the program starts yeah. on SNY. Uh, tickets did go up today for the second to last outing at City Field. It's September 23rd against the Nationals. It is a Saturday night. It's a post-game fireworks show and it's also Brian Shoemaker's birthday so it's Brian's little birthday party there. We're going to be tailgating prior to going in and obviously morale is pretty low across the board on the fan base right now but we'll see the future. Exactly. Come see the future, but also hang out with the president, which is us hanging out in the parking lot, drinking some beers, hanging out, mingling a little bit, and going in and enjoying baseball because any see what base. You did right there with the future and the present. That was nice. You did. That and I did right. that the other night that with my tweet with Rosario. That's very um, nice. The. Uh... <laughs> Even if it's losing baseball, it's better than no baseball, and I guarantee you'll have more fun hanging out with us than you will be shoveling snow in, in uh, February. So try to make it out. It's 70 bucks. It comes with the ticket in the Big Opera Reserve, a uh, pin, the Seven Line Army pin, and the rally towel that says the date, and Thundersticks, which we are probably going to talk about at the meeting. I don't think we should do Thundersticks anymore. It's a waste of money. People don't really use them. And when you buy a ticket with us, you're actually paying for the Thundersticks. So if you don't use them, um, it kind of goes to waste. So yes. Thundersticks might be out the door. So if you have any questions on Facebook, yes. we will get to those before we turn this thing off. So, Brian, take it away. Uh, Andy Siegel first up wants to know, will there be a live stream on Monday? I think we talked about this last week. Probably not, right? I don't really want there to be a live stream because um, it just deters people from going. Yes. And I think that the more people we have there in person, the better. So okay. probably not. Okay. Sorry. That's, that I. That's okay. I think I saw Devontae Ford back there asking, when will we get to see the seven-line jersey mock-ups for next year? Uh, it's it's a while away. I haven't seen them yet. We we actually designed some. Brian uses MS Paint. I use Photoshop. But we whipped up a couple, and I sent them over to Majestic. They're, they've got their hands full right now with this whole Little League weekend. So I'm assuming that we won't see them until, like, September-ish. And then, obviously, once the season is over, we'll do the whole vote thing again. And then people can use hashtag not my jersey when theirs doesn't win. But uh, there'll be a little bit of time. Tommy Hum, if we buy tickets on Mets.com for the Subway Series games, do we still get towels and pin? No. No. We did not sell out of our Subway Series tickets. We talked about it on the show. I think that they were priced a little bit too high, especially for a midweek game. 
Uh, the Subway Series kind of lost its luster a little bit. They put up, I think like, there's like 30 tickets left or so that we didn't sell, and they're on this, uh, the Mets website. So if you buy tickets from them, no, you will not get the stuff that uh, would be part of our package. But if you want to wear orange, uh, more the merrier. Yeah, and you should. You should come. It's it's going to be a good time. Uh, let's see. <laughs> a lot of people about the old George Ho says, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, should, I just read that we should trash the place when we leave." No, it's still down. my basement. Yeah, that's it. We're not. We're not trashing. <laughs> Plus, we need all this stuff. Uh, Jennifer Solomon wants to know any Houston update on uh, whatever you guys are doing down there. Um, no, I kind of dropped the ball on that, but we will work out the pregame party for that. The uh, shirts are going to print any day now. They've been ordered. Um, no, you cannot change your shirt size. We don't make additional shirts for our outings. They're they're never sold separately. So if we sold. Uh, 200 larges, we make 200 larges, so you can't switch your shirt size. But all that stuff's going to be going out any day now. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> Robert Rivera wants to know, uh, I remember somebody teased a camo jersey for the seven line. Uh, that was me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what, I guess what I was bored one day, and um, we do have an approved. Oh, that's right, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, the, the jersey from last year, the the two jerseys there was one that was made with a fabric that was uh, like interlocking NYs of different orange shades and it wasn't the one that was selected but we hung on to the fabric and we did make uh, a design that was approved for a pullover V-neck and we never actually sold it so one day I was just bored on Instagram live and I and I showed it off and I got a, a text almost instantly from Mike Cottrell like hey what's that jersey about let me see it. I'm like too late snoozy lose because uh, back then they weren't allowing you to replay yes. the Instagram lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Manny Valentin, um, he's going to his first seven line game on September 23rd. What does he need to know? Um, not much. Don't miss the tailgate party. Wear orange, bring Brian Shoemaker a birthday card. And, um, that might be the game that we're going to switch seats with someone in the back row. Yeah, that's right. I remember you We want to be like, yeah. we want to belly up to that Jim Beam bar. Jim Beam bar. And, uh, whoever sits, whoever ends up buying, actually, that's a good incentive right now because the back row is not purchased yet. If you purchase tickets right now on Mets.com slash the seven line army for that game, you might get that back row. And then we're going to contact those four people that sit directly up against the Jim Beam bar and give them our four tickets to row one. And then you'll be in charge of the K cards, and I'll just sit at the Jim Beam bar with you and just drink birthday shots all night. Sounds good to me. Just don't get in, <laughs> just don't get in my way. Uh, all right. And I guess we'll wrap up with, uh, well, the I guess the weekly wrestling thing. Vogel is in the comment section asking uh, anybody if they're going to NXT or SummerSlam. If you are going to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3-3, I will be there. Buy me a beer. It'll be wonderful. And one more before we go away. Uh, Jim Bork, this is what we are going to actually be trying to talk about this at the meeting next week. His question was, anything in the near future for the Seven Line Army Miami Part 2? Part 2. We want to go back to Miami. A lot of Mets fans down there. It's an easy flight from New York. But the problem is we're trying to knock off all the all the other ballparks before we start doing repeats. We initially thought we were going to do a repeat this year and end up being Easter weekend. And then it just kind of didn't work out this year. Um, I think once we see the schedule and in, in a few weeks now, we'll, we'll start putting the plans together, but the meeting is going to help. I want to form a committee where I'm not the only one that's making the decisions. And I think once the schedule comes out, we should have this committee sit down and look at the schedule and see what works, what doesn't. Um, we did a father's day game this year. Some people thought that was awesome. Some people hated it. Brian had to miss it. Yeah. Um, you know, so we don't want to make you guys 
feel like you're buying the package and then you can't make some of the games. We're, not, we're never going to make everybody happy, but I think if there's more than just a couple people, people making the decisions, everyone will be happier. So that's what the meeting's about. So try to make it next week. Yes, we'll go back to Miami eventually. It was fun. We won. That was DeGrom's first ever victory, and it was a good day out there. So uh, we're just trying to keep the good times going, and unfortunately we can't do much about the wins and losses, but we can do something about the fun, and that's what we do every single time we go to a game. Thank you for cheering for cheering with us. See you Monday at Mulcahy's. We won't be live next Thursday, but if you are listening to this, we have to we do our share it. thing. Oh yeah, do the share thing. If you are listening to this, we appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends, come back every Thursday except next Thursday. And the next time you see our lovely faces, we will be in the new studio. T seven LA Bachelorette coming soon. Yes. Yeah, we gotta sit down. That's gonna be like the first show. Um thumb down. Because they have to get free tickets to the game. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Keep on. Let it go. Let it go for a little while. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, you are a dad. All right, go. <laughs> oh, Dan. Dan. Oh Horsham. my God. Look at that. And that's yeah, not even rigged. That's, that's all not right. Even Dan rigged. Horsham, who I don't think he watches the show at all that often. Yeah, he does. Dan he, gets he's some always, free stuff. He's always yelling at me, especially when I wear Islander stuff. He's always yelling. Dan yeah. was on one of the teams that was uh, yeah, sorry. sore losering. Yes, yeah, so you can stop yelling at me. By the way, thanks for that. Thanks for not being there for a Saturday night when everybody was mad at me <laughs> for not picking their softball team. We had team. nothing to do with picking the softball no, team. I, I had literally nothing to do with it. I'm not even be able to play. My back is acting up. You better not. You, if, if I'm going to have to make you our mascot it's gonna be a whole thing all right guys uh we appreciate everything that you do for the seven line especially that you watch the show and you and you like everything we do we can't do it without you guys so we'll see you soon next monday come to mulcahy's and then we'll see you wednesday and thursday at city field subway series tailgate party mta lot go to the seven line.com to check out where you can meet us and besides that uh, do your thing we'll do ours and that's it sny right now 710 vince velasquez jacob de Gram. Kicking off a series in Philly. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets.